recorded live at 4 Z Studios Brisbane on 102.1 FM. And broadcast across Australia on the Community Radio Network. You're listening to Zed Games. With 10 years experience and over 500 episodes, Zed Games brings you the best in gaming news, reviews, community and culture. Want to reach out? Message us on Facebook at ZEDGamesAU. Hey, hey, hey. It's Zed Games. I'm Maylee and I'm here in the studio with Zara. Hell yeah. Yeah. Well, well it's us. We're in the studio, so you know it's going to be a lot of laughing into the microphone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which welcome is, yeah. to that, everyone. Mm-hmm. You're uh, welcome. <laughs> it is a good week for the show. We've got news. We've got reviews. What have you been up to? Um, you know, uh, trying not to get washed away by the rain, mm. um, which I think everyone else is uh, experiencing at the moment. Yeah, yeah. It's I just did not realize it was raining when I left the house. Oh, I did. I did have an, an umbrella. On oh, me, good. Thankfully. Oh, good. I didn't think I'd, it was. Yeah, a journey. I've been seeing a lot of people with, like bags over their heads. I'm just like, oh, sweetie, no, that's not going to help you. But uh, how is, how's your gaming? How's my gaming? Ooh, would you believe it? I've been playing video games lately. Um, I do not believe it. Well, I'm actually going to be talking about one of them pretty what? soon. So Can we get a sneak peek, a spoiler? Uh, you're going to be really... <laughs> um, I'm trying to... It is going to uh, really take you to the skies. Oh. Okay, there we go. I like that. There like we go. That. There we go. I'm also talking about a game later on in the show. Whoa, really? Yes. Can I have a hint? Um, we're gonna get sweaty. Whoa! <laughs> oh, I don't want. I don't want that. <laughs> well, you, it's gonna happen. Oh, okay. Whether you want it or not. All right. Okay. <laughs> um, but you know what? I've heard. What have you heard? I don't know. We're gonna have to. It's probably something that we can listen to to hear what there is to hear. <gasps> You're talking about the news. Ooh, the I, gaming news. The gaming news. <laughs> well, here it is now. This week in gaming news. Steam for Chrome OS is on the way. After more than two years of a slow drip of news about gaming platform and storefront Steam coming to Google's Chrome OS, Google has quietly announced a small list of Chromebook models that will support Steam in the future through a project codenamed Borealis. The list primarily consists of Acer and ASUS models, with internals on the higher end of the spectrum for Chromebooks. For Steam, this is just the latest development in the gradual rollout of support for Linux-based systems. Neither company has announced any kind of release timeline for the feature as of yet. Aussie Game Devs at GDC This year's Game Developer Conference in San Francisco will feature four panels hosted by Australian industry professionals, including hometown heroes Witchbeam Games, developers of last year's indie hit Unpacking. Ren Breyer and Tim Dawson from Witchbeam will present a panel on the game's narrative design, while composer and sound designer Jeff Van Dyke hosts a separate panel about the game's much-lauded Foley work. Lena Van Deventer, creative producer on upcoming Melbourne game Dead Static Drive, will be part of a talk on preparing students entering the games industry to create a more inclusive and culturally informed environment. Dr. Benjamin Abraham will also be giving a talk on the environmental impact of the games industry. Capcom accused of recycling stock image into Street Fighter VI logo. Capcom announced Street Fighter VI this week and showed a teaser trailer which features a new logo design with the letters SF in a hexagon. 
Ars Technica creative director Oric Lawson pointed out on Twitter that the logo looks nearly identical to an image available on Adobe's stock image library for 80 US dollars. Capcom did take the bold creative risk of making the logo slightly more angular before slapping it on a AAA title, however. Raven Software Union and Activision Blizzard enter labor relations hearings. Activision Blizzard and QA workers at subsidiary studio Raven Software have entered a hearing with the US National Labor Review Board to determine which employees will be included in the formation of a union under the new umbrella group Game Workers Alliance. Raven QA workers have accused Activision Blizzard management of using union-busting tactics by reassigning employees to split them up and embed them with other departments, and arguing that all Raven employees should be allowed to vote on whether the department should be able to form a union. Activision Blizzard has hired Reed Smith, a law firm that openly advertises their experience supporting anti-union campaigns, and issued a statement to Polygon which openly accuses the union of not understanding the games industry, and hints at a potential strategy of circumventing collective negotiations with the union to try to sway the votes of individual employees. Now for some upcoming game releases. February 24 brings Martha's Death to PC, PlayStation, and Xbox, and the Never Alone Arctic Collection is coming to Switch. February 25 brings the much-anticipated Elden Ring to PC, PS5, PS4, Xbox Series X, and Xbox One, as well as Grid Legends, Codemaster's sequel to racing game Grid, to PC, PS5, PS4, Xbox Series X, and Xbox One. Moto Rota MC is coming to PS5, PS4, Xbox Series X, Xbox One, and Switch, and Majora's Mask is coming to Switch. On March 1st, LX2 is coming to PC, PS5, PS4, Xbox Series X, and Xbox One, as well as Far Changing Tide coming to PC, PS5, PS4, Xbox Series X, Xbox One, and Switch. Little Orpheus is also coming to PC, PS5, PS4, Xbox Series X, Xbox One, and Switch on the 1st. And on March 2nd, 35mm is coming to PS4, Xbox One, and Switch. That's all this week in gaming news. Heck yeah. Thank you, Hazel. It's You just got newsed. Oh, dang, you just got newsed. And, and what did we get newsed with? The news. Capcom <laughs> using an $80 stock image. You know, I just want to laugh at them. It's kind of... I can't Look, judge them if I, it's funny. Like, <laughs> I'm a big believer in using references and not being afraid to use stock images. They're there to help you. But it's also just a little bit funny that this massive company is just like, hmm, I'll grab that and just make it a little bit more sharp and it'll be fine. I think it was just one person was having a bad day and they didn't want to, like, put in the work. You know what? And they just slipped it under the radar. That's fair. You know, that's actually, that's fair and valid. Everyone has those days. Everyone has those days. And you know what's also fair and valid? What? Unions. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, they are. Um, you know what's not fair and valid? What's not fair and valid? I don't know if I'm allowed to say this. Oh. Is it extremely controversial? No. Bad language? No. Not games related? My opinion is that it's Activision Blizzard. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Which is my opinion and my opinion alone. Um, what is your opinion? 
that they're not fair or valid. Oh. And that they suck. <laughs> and a bunch of words I can't say on the radio. You you are so right. Mm. Like, yeah. I mean, look, it's it's not a great situation. Um, they've been in the news a lot. If you've been uh, listening to Dead Games news for more than, a, more than a couple of weeks, you've definitely heard us mention it a few times. They're in the majority of news yeah, weeks we do. Because um, something just keeps happening. And it's not usually good. Um, and they're really just, just really digging. Like they got the, they got this brand new shovel. Like I gotta dig, I gotta dig. I'm gonna Surely digging. they will hit the rock bottom soon. I mean, hmm, no, I don't want to think about what rock bottom could be. It let's c- not, let's <laughs> not, let's shift to the other side of the news and uh, Australian games people on the international stage oh it is just amazing to see i am just so proud of seeing the games that are created right in our very own front yard and we get to see them grow from like little little prototypes to these um award winning sensations and um now our developers uh such as the folks over at witch beams are just like Hello, Australia has really amazing games to share, and also some of our musicians are also going over there. And it's just like this is so good. The the more we can get out there and and show the world what we get, the more interest there will be, yeah. and we'll grow. And we are more than tired of the Tasmanian tiger. Well, don't just tie. I mean, no, but nothing like, wrong with tie. It's not the only game. That's yeah, there's like also Australian. Crash Bandicoot. There's also Crash Bandicoot. <laughs> there's other two games. <laughs> That's all we have. Um, but we, we have more now. We yes. have more. And it's just really nice to see. I'm really proud of. I'm really proud of everybody. Good yeah. job. You don't need my approval, but you've got it. <laughs> well, news. has. Yeah. I've been newsed out. I've been newsed out. I think we should go into the show. And I do have the game that I want to talk about. Ooh. But I don't think it's... I don't think we've been amped up enough. Oh, what I do think you have in mind? I just want to put it out there on air so it's um, official. I'm putting it out there that we were talking about Telltale, who made Tales from the Borderlands, and uh, The Wolf Among Us too. if yes. anyone out there is excited for it. Yes. I just want to put out there that I would like to review that one. I'm, oh, you've I'm laying my claim, claim to it on air. <laughs> All right, I think we're gonna have to. S- we're going to have to arm wrestle. You can fight me. Um, I'm sure I will be fought over this, well, but I'm putting my claim on air. We can have a discussion after your <laughs> review. I just want to talk about it. Okay, okay, a nice polite review. Well, uh, I don't know if you do want to arm wrestle me because I've been playing a new game recently. Oh, Dretz, you have your. <laughs> Wall now, tell us. This seamless how did transition. you become? How did you become so strong? I've been playing Ring Fit Adventure. <sighs> now, for those of you who don't know what Ring Fit Adventure is, it is a exclusive Nintendo Switch game, um, and it is the uh, successor to all of their attempts at fitness video games. Yeah, it's the latest. Yeah. It, um, you know, I've tried a lot of things to get myself exercising consistently. I've been to the gym, I've done yoga and jogging and dancing and swimming and boxing. I've done a lot. That's a lot. Yeah. And I enjoy most of them, but I just don't want to do it. Fair I just enough. don't want to do it. 
Um, and I've even tried several other fitness video games in the past, and I was disappointed with all of them. They oh. all sucked, in my opinion. Sorry if you loved them. Mm. Um, but when I saw Ring Fit Adventure, I was suspicious that it would be worth my time. Uh, my curiosity eventually got the better of me, and I picked it up, and I am so glad I did. The game starts with you meeting Ring, a powerful sentient relic of fitness who's been betrayed by their one-time workout buddy, Dragao? Dragoo? I don't know. They don't actually say it. Dragao. Dragoo. I'm going to go with Dragoo. Dragoo sounds pretty cool. I think it's Dragao, but Dragoo is funner to say, so I'm going to call him Dragoo. Yep. <laughs> um... Guided by uh, your d- guided by your new friend, you have to take down Dragoo. He's a super buff dragon bent on spreading darkness through the world to gain more power. You wield the magic of exercise and you face lots of monsters, his minions, unlock new skills and make some friends Aww. along the way. It plays out over a series of exercise courses where you run through the fitness fantasy world or use various exercise-powered transport options and fight exercise-themed monsters along the way. (laughs) (laughs) It's a lot of exercise theming, okay? They really lent into it. Yeah. Each attack in combat requires you to choose an exercise and complete a set of reps. You cannot half-ass it here. If you ignore proper form or release a position early, your attack will do less damage. Even defending requires you to press the ring kong against your abs in a magical ab guard maneuver. And if you don't stand strong, you risk taking a devastating hit. There are four types of moves in game, legs, arms, core, and yoga, each targeting that specific part of your body or yoga. (laughs) Specific monsters are weak to specific attack types, which you can tell by the color. So you'll want to pick your moves with that in mind and weigh up how many moves uh, how many enemies a move targets, how much damage it can do, and how many ta- turns it takes for that move to recharge. This makes the combat more engaging, but also encourages the player to choose a mix of attacks which keep the workout balanced. There's also a huge number of moves to choose from that you unlock by leveling up through or through your skill tree. Not only do you constantly change your moves within a battle, but you need to constantly update your selection to do higher damage to stronger monsters. Which means that, you know, you can never just pick the easy ones and stick with it. The huge selection of moves can be daunting and many are really hard to tackle. But the game makes sure that you start in the correct posture. It shows you an example to follow and offers plenty of very, very enthusiastic encouragement along the way. Ring Fit Adventure succeeds where so many fitness games have failed because it doesn't try to translate an analog experience to a console, but it themes its world and stories around exercise. The result is an engaging, challenging, and undeniably silly adventure game where you set out to save the world with the power of exercise. Healing potions become smoothies. New armor becomes new workout clothes. Dangerous monsters become sentient exercise equipment, and the evil villain is a sexy muscle dragon. I could go on. That's a lot. (laughs) Presenting fitness as a video game made the whole experience more enjoyable, and it made it more effective as a form of exercise for me. I found myself pushing harder in workouts to earn enough gold for my next upgrade. 
The drive to win boss fights helped me to do exercises I didn't think I was capable of, and finishing a quest became motivation to work out when I really didn't feel like it. I've reached the point where, when the game nicely suggests that I should take a break for the day, I don't want to stay, stop playing because I'm having a really good time. I do usually take the break, though. <laughs> <laughs> it's usually right. Some exercise games I've played in the past could make me feel pretty crappy if I felt like I wasn't living up to the game's expectations, and you might have had a similar experience, but I didn't have that problem here at all. You can set your difficulty level anywhere from 1 to 30 with no pressure to adjust until you're ready. If you pick the game up after a period of not playing the game, it simply welcomes you back as normal. And at the beginning of every play session, at the end, the game asks you if you want to stretch, but there's no negative response if you say no. It just accepts it and moves on. There's plenty more examples that make Ring Fit Adventure feel like it was made to encourage people to find enjoyment in exercise rather than just facilitate the action of exercise. Now, Ring Fit Adventure is expensive, even for a Nintendo game. It costs more than $100 from most retailers, and that's probably because the game relies on two Switch accessories that it's sold with, the ring con and the leg strap. I was really hesitant about the price before I bought it, but after playing as much as I have, I really can't complain. It's a video game, it's exercise equipment, and it's an exercise routine all in one package, and it delivers on all counts. I do want to warn you though, Ring Fit won't get you to exercise if you don't already want to. It makes exercising easier and more engaging, but actually picking the ring up is a down to you. That being said, if you're looking for a new at-home workout, or you're drawn to the gamified exercise, or you've previously purchased fitness video games and been disappointed by them, or maybe none of that is true and you're strangely just drawn to an overwhelmingly fitness-themed world. Um, if any of that's true, then <laughs> Ring Fitness Adventure is definitely worth considering because it, it does everything that it promises and a lot of games like it just don't. Um, I have not regretted my purchase one bit. It's good. It's fun. It's fitness. Get into it. Fun, fight that dragon fun fitness <laughs> fun fitness hell yeah many 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 products promise to deliver that many fail but they it sounds fail. like ring fit actually delivered i have really enjoyed um all my time with ring fit yeah it's awesome yeah and i've played like i said a lot of games yeah not so much uh, there are also a lot of features that I couldn't get into because otherwise we'd be here for a long time but you know there's a rhythm game there's mini game arcades um, there's a function where you can work out Ooh. while not playing and it saves your exercise oh, okay. yeah. there's lots of stuff um, that makes it really worthwhile yeah, yeah so definitely worth that um, price tag yeah alright it is only a Nintendo Switch game though so I'm like, you don't have a Nintendo Switch. Um, you are out of luck. Too bad, I guess. Can't see the buff dragon. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you could watch it on, on Twitch. You can... Don't Google. Don't Google. <laughs> don't Google buff dragons. No. Um, <laughs> Google Dragoo. D Google Dragoo. How, how do you spell... D-R-A-G-A-U-X. There you go. Everyone enjoy him. I have no idea, but... All right. That's it. That's it. There we go. <laughs> what a game. Yeah. 
um, you know, not for everyone, but if that is the sort of game you're looking for, I don't think it'll let you down. Nice. Um, do we want to soar right into the next review? I do. All right. Do. Let's uh, um, hit me with the skies. Hit me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I'm going to be reviewing Air Memories of Old, developed by Forgotten Key and available for Windows, Mac, Linux, and Nintendo Switch. Every pilgrim starts here, venturing into the cave that shelters the shrine. Along the way, giant tablets stand, carved of the words of the past, describing hopes and fears, legends and history. At the shrine itself, you pay your respects, lighting the incense before the statue of a figure who holds a lantern in their hands. Your ritual complete, you turn to leave, only to realise that the lantern has started to glow. Bewildered, it floats towards you, and you reach out to it, and once your hand clasps the handle, you experience a vision of something terrible. The cave starts to crumble and collapse, and suddenly you are surrounded by ghosts. No, echoes of the past, revealed by the lantern, capturing a moment of fear forever. As you flee the cave and the shrine, you find more of these echoes, these memories, and once you escape, you find that you must continue your pilgrimage and find out why the lantern has lit itself for you. Air Memories of Old is an exploration adventure game with puzzle and platforming aspects. With the ability to transform into a bird, satisfying flight controls, a vibrant, beautiful, minimalistic art style, relaxing music that matches the mood, navigating this shattered world is enriching, satisfying, and never feels like a chore. Seeking out the history, discovering the events that led to this, and figuring out your part to play in it is up to how thorough you are through your journey. In a world that is literally shattered and broken apart, having the ability to fly is an essential one, and in air, the flight system is beautifully managed. With a single button in the air, you transform with a flourish and spread your wings. With a few flap of those wings, you speed up, you can turn and bank, dive and rise. There can be a lot of distance between islands, with a lot of empty space, and you'll be flying a lot. So it is fantastic that the act of flying feels fun, fast and satisfying. I can look out for visual cues, indicating speed boosts in the form of wind channels. Bursting through clouds feels invigorating, and diverting my journey slightly to investigate a floating island with a memory on it only adds to my pilgrimage. Throughout the world, you'll need to unlock shrines, some of which require solving a unique puzzle to the shrine. There is, a, there is minimal information, figuring out the puzzle is all to you, but I only ever felt stuck on one puzzle, and that was only because I accidentally backtracked. They're pretty straightforward, but there is a diverse range of puzzles for each shrine, and for inside the shrine itself. As you make your journey, you'll encounter tablets and scrolls that record events that have happened. And through these, you'll piece together the history of the world, and a bit of your own history. But what really brings these history lessons to life are the echoes, the memories you find in the world, throughout the whole world. Indicated by little symbols, once you light the lantern, the memories are revealed to you. Some of them are quiet moments between friends, past explorers witnessing something remarkable. A lot of the memories capture dark moments of history, in the deaths, fighting, fear, people trying to escape, people trying to fight back. Weirdly enough, the memory of a death that got to me the most was of an accident, a mundane, unremarkable accident. The history becomes humanized, and I spent a lot of time flying around finding more of these echoes. And as it progressed, the memories told a story of greed and darkness, and one woman trying to prevent the end. I won't say any more about it, as finding these for yourself is a huge part of the experience. 
Now, if I need to find one thing to nitpick about, it's the platforming. Orc as a character is designed for flying around, but as a human, she can be a little tricky with her jumps. At times, there would be a delay between pressing the jump button and actually jumping. And sometimes there'll be no jump at all. And it happened just often enough to be quite frustrating, especially when I've solved the puzzle, but I can't clear this three foot gap in the floor. I would get over my frustrations once I've cleared the shrine and I'm back in the sky. Now moving on to the music, it is bright and dark, open and feels like taking a deep breath into your lungs or suffocating like you realize you're a creature of the air and you're deep within the island, lost in trying to trust your path. Within caves and shrines it feels somber and humbling, with the right combination of eerie notes to keep you on edge. But when you take flight and the sun is shining, the music turns joyful and vibrant. It fits the game in the art style, complementing in a way that isn't overwhelming nor redundant. And often I find myself leaning forward in my seat as the organ-like notes play, and I realise I'm about to see something special. Overall, I heard about uh, a few years ago and thought it looked cool, and then forgot about it until I came across it on a Nintendo store. I picked it up, installed it, and forgot about it again, and forgot about it again until the holidays, when I suddenly had a lot of spare time, and I just fell in love with it. I think we've all had our daydreams in that boring class where we looked out the window and wondered what it would feel like to be a bird, and I feel like Air fulfilled that fantasy quite well. But to have such a satisfying flight mechanic, and then to combine it with the memories and snippets of information that encourages you to explore, the two becomes a wonderful combination. And even if I found myself crossing the entire map multiple times, it was fun and relaxing, and a bit exciting at times. It encourages you to take your time and your path. And I found a lot of enrichment in that. It's a short game, but well worth the afternoon I took to just look around. I'm looking at it now, and it really is very beautiful yeah. to look at. It's uh, just got a very more minimalistic art style, um, but it conveys all the information you need. And yeah. you can tell a lot just from the memories, where it's just these ghostly figures sort of... <gasps> caught in a moment as we're speaking everything just went dark something Ooh. bad is happening in this yeah video i'm watching oh, there's no. some spooky stuff <laughs> um it can get quite eerie but it's a very beautiful game i really enjoyed it can i admit something to you and to you listeners just i um your secret safe of us yeah just broadcasting across the airwaves but no one will ever find out yeah yeah, yeah. um i see now why like, this is obviously not the case. I don't understand why I thought this was the case. But in the preparation for tonight's show, when I saw the game you were reviewing, I thought you were reviewing a game called Air. Air. I did not read it as Air. <laughs> I just did. <laughs> um, if it helps... Every time I typed out air, I was reading it as air. Okay, that um, makes me feel a little better. I do have to make a mental note. It's air, not air. air. <laughs> um, it is spelled A-E-R for listeners. Um, <laughs> just a little bit of funky, but yeah, it is pronounced air. I assume, maybe they actually do pronounce it as air. -er. No, I, I, the, the first time you said it, I'm like, oh, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> obviously it's air. Uh, yeah. Um, now you know. Yeah. Ta-da!
So you're listening to Zed Games, is that it? You're listening to Zed Games. You're listening to Zed Games. Hello, you're listening to Zed Games. 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 Perfect. Perfect. Thank you. This is Zed Games. I'm Maylee. I'm here in the studio with Zara. It's coming to the end of our show tonight. Oh. I it always it always goes so quickly. It'll, you get it'll, in and then it's gone. You know what they say about uh, time flying and fun? Something. Yes. They do say something. They say something about it. So we're going to have to head off, but we will be back. Probably not us, but Zed Games will be back next week. Uh, and we look forward to you joining us then. Yeah. Farewell. Goodbye. We love you. I love you. Thanks for listening to Zed Games. If you'd like to listen to more, check out our podcast on Spotify. Or follow us on social media at ZED Games AU. See, See you next time. time.